0: What's up guys, my name is Adam McRoberts, and I am with Big Things Crewing, where we want you to do big things. You guys need a training plan, or some coaching, we've got you. Hit us up at big-things-crewing.com, and we can get you right on track. You guys all surviving the pandemic? I'm guessing you are. I've got a great guest for you guys today. Her name is Eliza. She and I have been social media buddies since way back in the Daily Mile days. You guys remember the Daily Mile way before Strava? I guess it's like the MySpace for endurance athletes these days. I don't even think it's around anymore. With 33 marathons a bunch of triathlons and ultramarathons under her belt, it's pretty safe to say she's a badass. She's a free thinker and has a lot to say about our current situation. So open your mind as well as your third eye and listen up. You're about to get woke. I hope you guys dig our conversation. And remember, life is short, do big things baby. Hey, Adam. Hey, how are you?
1: Hey, I'm great. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing great as well.
1: That's good to hear. Good to hear.
0: Aliza, right? Am I pronouncing your name right?
1: Yes, it is Aliza.
0: Aliza. You got it right. Awesome. Cool. Well, how are you today?
1: Oh, It's a beautiful day in Pennsylvania. It's a little bit cold, but uh, otherwise it's a gorgeous day. Uh, kids were a little bit wiry, (laughs) a little bit crazy. I don't know. But, uh, and um, of course it was like six o'clock and I said, please don't bring our new neighbor and your best friend in the house (laughs) (laughs) while I'm trying to, uh, talk with somebody. (laughs) And of course the dog needs to be where I am too. So Uh, of
0: course, no worries at all. Pennsylvania. I was wondering where you were calling from.
1: Yeah, we've been in Pennsylvania, um, all, all of our, all of our lives and, I've thought about moving to Colorado a few times but never made the uh never made the leap so
0: it's beautiful here everybody's moving to Colorado it's just getting more and more crowded all the time
1: I could see why uh the the weather and the outdoor activity um that was mainly our reason for checking it out a couple times um over the past couple years uh doing triathlons and running there's lack of a lot of space here with the opportunity to do so. And so Colorado was, um, was why we looked into that.
0: Yeah. Well, it's definitely awesome for that. There's uh, everybody here is into the outdoors. Everybody just driving around with a kayak or a bicycle on their car and everybody's into running and, you know, five other sports that they just kind of do after work. So it's, it's a pretty cool place to live.
1: Oh, uh, absolutely. The mindset behind, you know, living in Colorado is an outdoor, outdoor
0: life. For sure. Yeah. So we've never met before.
1: No, we have never met, but um, we have gone way back to the Daily Mile era. I, was
0: I thought so. I wasn't 100% sure. I was trying to remember if we were friends from the Daily Mile. So the Daily Mile's like, I don't even know if it's still around but it's like the old version of Strava kind of right
1: uh, yes actually it was a way to connect similar to Facebook but you just shared your your workouts or anything that happened in your life and logged in your miles um, whatever else you were doing and you connected with people and that's what really got me um, motivated was yeah. to be around a bunch of people that were you know had the same thought process and keeping each other motivated um it was a it was an awesome platform um back then it's it's not around anymore i think that it actually closed up a year or two ago um somebody reached out and told me that was finally going away which was Mm -hmm. sad. but things change and other platforms develop
0: that's true yeah so um yeah i'm curious um how you got into running, like why running and not volleyball or some other crazy sport. I mean, I know you do yeah. more triathlons, I think than anything these days, but um, tell me uh, the quick version of your story. I'd love to hear it.
1: Um, sure. Well, my story started when uh, my my husband was doing marathons with his brother, who is uh, the person in our family that is basically everybody's hero. He he does all the um, world world championships for Ironman and um, was pulling Ed into doing uh, the running too. And so when he was doing with him, and I was kind of jealous of him not being home all the time for running, I I just got jealous and I said, "Well, I'm going to do this too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's not
1: fair that uh you know we have kids and I'm staying home and you're going out. There must be some fun involved there.
0: For sure. And
1: and I really was um not a gym rat. I didn't really find any motivation going to the gym. Although uh, I used to run the football field back when I was a kid, uh, the tracker around the field, I was a cheerleader. Um, we didn't really have too many sports at my little high school uh, that I grew up at. But I was always um, athletic and always being the kid that was the captain of a team or, you know, kicking kickball home runs and <laughs> just things like that. So curiosity always sparked my interest. And I thought, well, if you can run a marathon, I could probably run a marathon. (laughs) And so uh, he, he, he betted me that, well, it's going to take you about two years to probably get that training in. And so I I like when people doubt my uh, abilities it kind of motivates me to do more. So I was able to uh, run my first marathon back in 2011 uh, just like six, months shy of my uh, birth of my third daughter
0: awesome um,
1: so then i just got hooked from there <laughs> i mean you say you just want to run, run one marathon but that never really happens. so um, <laughs> it just led into let's try to be a marathon maniac let's do you know three marathons in 30 days or which um, i i actually did um like a couple months later i ran uh pittsburgh Then I did, um, a break Then I did like, um, New York, the, um, wine, wine glass marathon. I did the Columbus marathon and I did the Erie marathon. I think, uh, my mind is clear on those three. So I did all Um, three of those in 28 days. Wow. I,
0: did you just jump right into marathons or did you, you know, start with 10 days? (laughs) half marathons or
1: oh no 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 you you got to go big
0: i didn't even (laughs) run
1: i don't even want to run a half marathon i just went for the full marathon um yeah and i only had a handful of uh training races before then uh like 5ks and then sign up for local like build runs that were uh, like 15 miles or a 30k um before that marathon just to get you know the mind going that you could actually reach those miles running at a significant pace you know um right. without burning out so no never did a half marathon i ended up doing a half marathon a couple years later <laughs> just for a fun run uh, just for kicks. yeah just for kicks but shortly after the um three marathons in 28 days i jumped to a, a ultra marathon which was just about um a couple of months later, I believe, here locally. Oh. Um and it was very hilly called the Marshall Mangler and it was uh it earned its name. It really <laughs> did. It, yes, it was up and down, up and down, and you got the um tree roots tripping you and um rocks and you know, whatever you have it. It was uh it was brutal. And I loved it. And then I signed up for it like three more times or something. Um, And then, uh, so the running was getting to a point where I'm like, maybe I should do something else. And then that led into uh, the triathlons, uh, which also were my husband was doing as well. So, so I have to give him some credit because if he probably wasn't doing it, I don't know if I would have started it and then, you know, got him to also follow my, uh, lead there
0: so for sure so your husband was doing marathons first and you followed his lead and then he was and then he got into triathlon and you followed his lead is that how it went
1: yeah so his brother does um the Ironmans, and um and uh they're pretty close um,
0: yeah. and ed
1: was always a uh, he was a cross-country captain and uh he he ran before but uh teddy was really the, the runner in the family um he actually ran a marathon at age 12 A sub three marathon Uh, (laughs) yeah (laughs) and so it did take Ed until he was like in his 20s to complete a full marathon I think Uh, but then they started hanging out more and he's like hey do an Ironman and um, he went up and did a full Ironman up in Coeur d'Alene a couple years ago Um, and then from there he started being more uh, successful in getting certain race times down and we were traveling for, for vacations, we would actually do Ironmans for vacations because, um, you know, you got to take the kids and it it does get expensive. The sport is very expensive. It's not for, you know, the faint at heart. So, um, you have to be willing to invest the money in everything that goes into that sport. Um, and so I was just, I was like, I'm going to do a half Ironman. I'm going to do it and uh, i hadn't even swam in uh, years we we don't have a local pool Uh, the ymca had a pool so i said well just go start swimming and we'll see how this goes Uh, i think i started swimming in january i could barely swim a quarter of the length of the pool so it's like (laughs) just like one half lap and by june I, I had already was able to uh train just from January to June. Um and you know, learn to swim again and oh. completed uh Syracuse 70.3 um nice. in June of whatever year that was, I think twenty twelve. Okay. So yeah, you just gotta put your mind to something. Uh you really just have to put your cool. mind to it and Focus on something you want to do. Uh, nothing's out of the realm of possibilities uh, if you if you want to get something done. And that that was my that was my work ethic, basically. Yeah, yeah. To you know, have some fun, get healthy, and accomplish some goals. I love it. I never imagined ever doing those things. Like never was a plan in my life. Kind of really? just fell into it. Yep.
0: <laughs> and would you say you're obsessed with? Uh, running and triathlon now or is it just kind of a hobby or um, what's your relationship like with it so
1: I think as most anybody you go through times in your life where you kind of get burned out or mm-hmm. maybe you are over training um, or maybe under training and it's all learning experience I definitely went through a few times where I thought on an ultra marathon I just might quit Like, right here and right now, I'm at mile 20 of, like, a 50K because it was just, like, too cold or just too brutal and um, picked myself up and, you know, finished that race. So, um, I'm still going to this day. I had a race, actually, before quarantine started, um, which was the Pittsburgh Marathon here. It was supposed to be yesterday. And Mm. um, I was training uh, all winter for that. Uh, And uh, the Ironman seventy point three Ohio, which is scheduled for the end of July. Word is, I'm not sure if that's even continuing. So,
0: but the quarantine officially canceled yet?
1: Not quite yet. They haven't had the official word. uh, Okay. But quarantine has definitely has dampened uh, a bit of my uh, motivation. Oh, yeah. um, over the last uh, 50 days so um, but uh, as far as obsessive I um, I definitely when I cross the line definitely want to sign up for another one so <laughs> you, it's that feeling of accomplishment um, even though while you're in the race you may be saying to yourself I'm never doing this again <laughs> right. you know why do I sign myself up but um, it is that moment even all that hard work you put in, it's that, you know, a few seconds of finishing that line, crossing that line and finishing that uh, pulls you back in.
0: Yes, no doubt. So were you um, a part of the marathon maniacs or anything like that? Or how how crazy did you get with marathons? Do you have any idea how many of them you've done at this point?
1: Um, so far, I've done 33 marathons um, wow. since 2011.
0: That's nuts. Yeah, and
1: eight ultra marathons.
0: Awesome. in there
1: and six uh half ironmans.
0: Wow. Unreal. Do you have any aspirations for doing a full Iron Man or not Yeah.
1: Really? Funny oh. you should say that. Just about I think two years ago, uh Ed and I, which is my husband, we both signed up for the Colorado um full distant uh this 140.6 Iron Man in Colorado. And so We signed up for that Uh, one day. We were out on a date, which we never get (laughs) with three kids, (laughs) and we're just like, you know, having a good time. We're like, hey, let's sign up for an Iron Man, a full one, right?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Awesome date, I love it.
1: And then the next day, we were like, did we sign up for a full distance Iron Man last night? (laughs) And sure enough, we're like, looked at our bank account, and I'm like, yeah, we sure did. You know, you gotta uh, stick with this now. So we actually never did that, ironically, because the um, business that Ed is in kept him away from home so much. Um, He wasn't able to get all his training in and it's just you can't just like wing it through um, a race like that. So it was coming down to the wire where it's like there was not going to be time enough for him to get um, training in. And then I'm home with three kids and, uh, you know, I don't get the breaks that I need, too, because it's like a team effort here. At this yeah. house and so we scrapped it last minute and transferred to other races and then surprised the kids with a trip to um a trip to um nassau um in oh, cool. replace for it and then we surprised them with it so awesome. and that's a whole nother story <laughs> <laughs> the trip that never happened to nassau basically
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> And so was that the uh, Boulder Ironman in Colorado? Yeah, Boulder. Yeah, Boulder. Okay, that's where I'm at. So I'm somewhat familiar with that race. I've never I've done a full Ironman in Wisconsin, and I've been to the Boulder Ironman just to cheer people on. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, no that that's it's a pretty cool race. Uh, When they brought the full Ironman here, I was a little disappointed though because Boulder's like right near the foothills of the mountains. So Mm -hmm. I just felt like the bike course should go up into the mountains. It it could have been such an awesome and grueling bike course, but it went East rather than West so that it's more of a flat course, Mm -hmm. which I understand most Ironmans are kind of that way. And then the run is, you know, several out and backs along the Creek path. And I just feel like the course could have been so much cooler than it was but mm-hmm. I'm sure that logistically and with permits and everything, it's probably difficult to make it, you know, a really epic course. Like I was hoping.
1: Yeah. I, I do remember reading over the uh, course of a couple of years. Cause we were following the fact that the, the boulder was having the full marathon and when, or marathon the Ironman and when we signed up for it, there was an adjustment um, made to the course um before we were even going to uh take part in it so yeah they must have had some issues with with things like that and um you know whatever it was um gotta stick with it so
0: so a full iron man is still on the bucket list though huh
1: it is it is i mean i have big big dreams of you know doing things that uh you know, on the bucket list, if you really uh, work hard enough, you know, the the world championship of something, (laughs) something I would like to get to, um, in, you know, you got to win your age group and it's not just like anybody gets to go. So it's a lot of hard work, but, um, still going to keep, you know, cranking out some marathons and whatever races can fit into our lives here. Um, but over the over the last couple of years, um, I did do the Colorado Marathon in 2015, so I was oh, cool. already familiar with the um, elevation, um, mm-hmm. you know, and, and being acclimated a couple of days beforehand um, mm-hmm. to be That's able right. to handle that, um, and I really like the, the course there. It's just, like, downhill. <laughs> it's just <laughs> go up to the very top. It's, like, 63,000 um, feet, and it's just... Straight down.
0: Yeah, wow. Your husband's been pretty successful with his Ironmans, hasn't he?
1: Actually, yes. He um, started off not doing so well, and then he was really mad mad at himself because he knew he could always do better. And so he yeah. turned around his worst time of, I think, uh, under four to completing an under three. And he's been to Boston now uh, three times.
0: Wow. wow. That's cool. That's really cool. So so your kids have uh great genetics then.
1: Well, I don't know about that. They 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 go through their times too. Like they used to be super motivated. The kids do triathlons as well and they're always win- winning their age groups. Um even my little one, she started doing triathlons a couple of years ago and she was only wow. 5 and she was winning first place. So no Yeah, and they've done many, many. There was a year where the kids did all three of them are different ages and they all run their age groups. So it's like Brialts, Brialts, <laughs> Brialts. And then no people kidding. will be like, when they know when we show up for a triathlon, they're like, dang, the Briolts are here. <laughs> we have no chance.
0: Just pack up and go home. Yeah. It's all over. Yeah. Brialts are here. <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: but as they get older they get now, you know, and my my oldest is fourteen and she does, you know, other things now and My 12 year old is a gymnast and my little one, she's nine. She still has some interest in doing it, but you know, with the weather's cold here, it's even spring and the the whole quarantine, we're not sure if they're even going to be able to do anything this summer, which is pretty sad.
0: Yep. Same here. Yeah. So you haven't been out doing these virtual races and running a thousand laps around your backyard or
1: anything? (laughs) No, no. I run through my neighborhood sometimes and you know, we have a gym in our, basement treadmill and stuff but uh it's just been a different feel over the last 50 days um Mm -hmm. we have kids homeschooling now um remotely and um my husband still he's you know works from home so you got to be quiet um as much as you can so it's just been a big adjustment um For for everybody
0: yeah well, um, part of the reason I wanted to talk to you is because I see these things that you post on Facebook and I'm like, Oh, I've got to talk to this lady. Like some of her stuff is very free thinking and just out there and doesn't always rub people the right way. And so <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. love- it doesn't. and so I wanted to hear some of your opinions on, um, uh, you know, what's going on right now with the whole COVID. And um, I mean, we can get into conspiracies because I I love talking conspiracies, but um, yeah. So, I mean, I'm guessing you're not one of those people who's wearing a face mask to bed and and (laughs) wearing a face mask in your car while you're driving by yourself. And I mean, some of these people have just taken it to a complete extreme.
1: Oh, right. Well, um, being, being, a you know, somebody that has had a couple of years to build up to being, a, a you know, woke to everything going on. Cause that is kind of the term that you can yeah. use is I actually can only, um, feel positive over the things I, I post is because, um, my journey has been over a couple years of connecting dots and it all started with, uh, Um, looking into um, eating healthier, and reading labels, basically, because I had little kids, like babies, and Mm -hmm. I wanted them to be, you know, on a healthy track. And um, that then led me into researching GMOs. And uh, it was very, very scary learning things back. This was this was at the start of my, you know, running too. So everything kind of coincides with it. Like, getting healthy, learning the truth, promoting the truth and protesting the truth. Because I took my kids to a March against Monsanto uh, rallying downtown Pittsburgh in 2012. And they made their own little signs that said, you know, we don't want to eat GMOs. And, you know, that's not what we want to eat. And, you know, cleaning up our diets, basically led me to learning about uh who was behind that um Mm -hmm. creation of gmos and um connecting the dots to lots of other things going on um Mm -hmm. and so where i am now it's so easier to understand what's going on and who's controlling the information and you know the truth isn't always out there and when it is it's being censored especially like right now on platforms um you know they're trying to censor the truth which I mean, if if it's, if it's really not the truth, then why are you censoring it? Um, Because if it's a truth and, but your truth is really more true, then why can't you have it all out there? Um, Right. Because basically we are actually listening to lies and that's what they want everyone to believe. So these people that, you know, are eating poorly contribute to their brain fog and, Um, you know, gut issues, and then they're on prescriptions, probably not exercising, and watching a lot of TV. So it is really easy to understand where people are in their lives that aren't, um, you know, on the same path as somebody else, because the network of friends I have basically are all the same mindset of staying healthy, being healthy, learning how to be healthy, and learning the truth about why most people aren't. Um, right. And it does make you go down a rabbit hole that you're just not, you know, not really um, ready to go down. And yeah. sometimes you have to ask yourself, really, this is really out there. But then you find something else that connects that thought and connects another dot. And it's just there's just um, an ongoing rabbit hole that is explaining everything and once you understand yeah. that or you have to live through it um like my journey of getting healthy you know got me off of prescriptions that in my 20s were being handed out like candy towards me um you know they would be like yeah just try this prescription you have this and they're always making me not feel well um mm-hmm. and so you know i have a, a spiritual center I believe in God and I always, you know, follow my instincts and intuition. And it was just really my own, my own heart getting me off of these prescriptions. Nobody told Mm -hmm. me to get off of them. You know, nobody told me to eliminate plus plus foods out of my diet. And you'll probably feel better. I basically am a self-taught holistic athlete because I took no doctor's advice because I only had allopathic doctors. And they weren't making me any better from things right. that I was suffering from. You know, I had a, a vaccine when I was 20 at college, and it really made me go downhill from there. Um, mm. And so whatever was in my system build up, and then you have prescriptions, those build up, and your body is it's taxing on your body. And um, some people aren't able to make the connection and pull themselves away from that um mm-hmm. and I was able to do so.
0: Yeah, that's great. So like what was um uh, you're eating healthy and everything now what was your diet like before uh you started waking up to all of this? I mean were was it fast yeah. food or um
1: No, it wasn't really fast food, but it was just eating at the wrong times because I was you know I was working full time at the time and late night eating um meeting friends for yeah you know, happy hours um you know the whole when you when you're 20 and you know you're on your own it, it's kind of like you have to work through what you're going through so i was never really <clears throat> overweight i was just out of shape and eating the wrong things and i i started getting a lot of bad um stomach burning um and i could never figure out what that was Um, And then I found out that, you know, the years later it was eating corn chips, GMOs, Mm -hmm. you know, the corn Mm -hmm. was um, genetically modified and it does uh, damage your gut. And I stopped eating them. I just, I'm like, I'm going to stop eating them. We'll see if I start feeling better. And I started feeling better. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was tested for gluten, you know, intolerance, not the case. Uh, Celiac's, not the case. Nope. Every time I had a test, they're like, nothing's wrong with you. Nothing's okay. wrong with you. And I'm like, I know something's wrong with me because I don't feel good. I don't wow. feel well. So I'm just going to go about this myself and figure out things and did mm-hmm. research on what to add if I felt deficient in something, you know, supplements, uh, turmeric for pain. A couple of years ago, I started telling the whole family about taking that. Um, and they are all like, what's that? you know just simple herb it's available you can put it in you know smoothies on your fish salmon and add it to your diet um and simple things like that can make a huge difference um in your Mm -hmm. health
0: yeah yeah and so uh, as you started to clean up your diet i'm guessing that you were kind of cleaning up your whole household's diet as well and um So was your husband also eating, um, you know, your, your stereotypical, um, you know, American diet as well. And then he cleaned up his diet and started experiencing some of the same things as you.
1: Um, yeah, actually we dated about three years, um, before we got married. And so our journey did happen together. And, uh, of course, you know, you got, you got a marriage, but you got to, you know, not everybody sees the same things. And it took them a mm-hmm. while to see, a, see that I was right. You know, the GMOs, we need to eliminate yep. that from our, our um, diet and <clears throat> start eating healthier. So um, we were never fast food eaters in this house at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and with mm-hmm. the kids, we started eliminating sugars from them and artificial mm-hmm. colors and artificial anything, no pop, no frozen foods that you microwave. Um, it was just a basic elimination of, of crap. That's basically not food. So it was really easy for us to, um, to clean up, to, you know, eliminate things from buying. And, um, you know, my husband, when he was little, I guess his mother had to take away artificial colors from his diet as a child. Um, even back when he was a child, because it affected him poorly. So mm-hmm. I went with that instinct, too. I'm like, well, my kids aren't going to be eating freezer pops that have like six different, you know, colors in them that aren't even safe. But they're, rel- right. they're, they're you know, relatively safe uh, by the, the FDA. Uh, and my kids were little. They would get mad. They go to church camp. And I have to say, oh, my kids can't have this, this or that. You know, yeah. and my kids are always mm-hmm. mad at me. And I'm like, one day right. you'll understand why I'm doing this. Um, yeah. And for years, they were always like, why do you have to tell them I can't eat that? I'm like, well, because you're not eating that. Um, <laughs> and it did make a difference in their, their health. Um, so they have gone through um, uh, radical changes in their health due to eliminating a lot of things um, since they were little. So yeah. we're all yeah. plant-based here. Um, not a hundred percent. I mean, my, my, my husband's gone through the paleo diet, you know, tried that Mm -hmm. out for a while. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's really just about moderation and eating healthier options, vegetables and fruit, um, and, uh, sticking to that.
0: Mm -hmm. So when I started switching my diet over to a healthier diet, an experiment. I, I experimented with all kinds of stuff from, you know, paleo to keto to vegetarian and vegan and kind of just played around to eventually kind of settle on what was right for me, which is, you know, sort of, I guess, sort of paleo ish, you know, I only meet eat meat maybe a couple times a week personally. But what I noticed was my mind really started to clear up. Mm-hmm. Um, did you notice the same thing?
1: Uh, definitely the the, the brain yeah. fog it, it lifts yeah.
0: yeah yeah and that was for me kind of the same thing the start of me sort of waking up you know waking up to a lot of different things and it sounds like it was kind of the same thing for you huh
1: oh yeah because once you realize that well if you're thinking clearer from changing of your diet and then you're also incorporating running and then mm-hmm. you know the, uh, whatever else you're doing to stay active. And then your, your network of friends kind of changes too. Um, You start reading other things. You start hanging out with other people. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, my group of friends that I hang out with would be people that, things that I do, you know, like Mm want to stay healthy, got to stay active. Um, And then that's easier to learn um, other things and wake you up to other things and connect dots, um, on, on a lot of levels.
0: Yeah. hundred percent. So what was, uh, what was the next, uh, step for you after you cleaned up your diet and your mind started becoming more clear and you started kind of going down the rabbit hole. Um, what was next?
1: So the next was, um, I believe the whole vaccines, um, Mm. subject, which a lot of people can freak out about, Um, but I, I basically was the, the the mom that had kids. And when I, when they were little, I was always like, why wouldn't you vaccinate your kid? That seems really crazy because no one ever told me it was, there's a possibility of death. There's a possibility Mm -hmm. of illness. Um, I just went along with what I was told. I was a new mom and nobody told me anything else. But then my kids were eating healthy and they were all still getting sick. And then Mm. I'm like, well, how, why are they getting sick? This is very strange. They're eating healthy. They're getting their vaccines and they're sick. Okay. Mm. And they're not sick until they get their vaccines. Uh, Okay. So I started putting two and two together and didn't even know that there was anything called informed consent. Which basically mm-hmm. is your doctor should explain to you the risk involved. I never sure was told extent. that, never. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. And when I had three kids now, and their the baby was going to be going into kindergarten, was right when I was like, I know my truth. I kind of had a feeling that it was, you know, the case on why my kids were sick, um, and that's when I started not vaccinating my kids anymore, so mm-hmm. my two oldest are fully vaccinated, and my littlest is just missing a vaccine um but I didn't know I had the right to refuse. I didn't know that there was an a, a, exemptions a uh, philosophical exemption medical exemption religious exemption and I always thought religious a religious exemption that seems like you're crazy, so it's against your religion to vaccinate your kid, not right. knowing that there are aborted fetal cells in vaccines, which then goes against your religion. If you're Uh pro-life or you're just Uh pro-common sense, Uh because once Uh I started reading the ingredients in the vaccines, it it will make you sick to your stomach.
0: It's mind blowing. Yeah. It's,
1: It's like, and I could never understand why I was never told about it. Then you go down the rabbit hole of finding out about the, uh, 1986, um, child, child, um, uh, the act that protects child children, uh, vaccines, and it basically is protecting the pharmaceutical companies. It's not really protecting the kids, um, mm. and gave the pharmaceutical industry no liability for harm, injury, or death for anything that happens to you if you are vaccinated, um, and something happens. So then I'm like, wow never that that made me so angry as a parent
0: yeah it makes you sick
1: made me so angry that i damaged my kids because Mm -hmm. i thought i was doing the right thing right and then i connected the fact that my vaccine in college was the reason for my health issues see how that all worked out Mm -hmm. that it took Mm -hmm. three kids getting sick in my life to realize that the the tetanus vaccine I got in college was the reason for all my sick, you know, illness and autoimmune issues that I was having trouble with in my 20s and 30s. Mm. Um, so see how you got to live it. You have to live yeah. your experience to have your, you know, that's why I have my passion and my, um, you know, uh, that, that I don't I don't feel bad about telling the truth because no one can yeah. take that truth from you. And then, when you see that your truth is actually really the truth, and you find other people with the same life happening to them um it's it's shocking it's yeah. it's like the whole world's a matrix you know it's you're told one well, thing, well. and people are still living that one thing. people mm-hmm. hate when you tell them these things about vaccines, but you know you're just trying to tell them the truth and it's out there, you could go look these things up, and people are still people mind like they don't want to know it they they think you're crazy
0: mm. yep. yeah. yeah um to jump ahead a little bit, um what do you think about um these uh possible mandated vaccines that they're talking about now for for the coronavirus, and I heard about um you know that uh, that they want to implant like a, a chip in us, and, and so that you can go home, and then it you connect it to this app on your computer, or your phone, and you you are able to see whether or not you've been around anyone with the coronavirus. And I mean, it just sounds like complete nonsense to me because you know if they're if they're microchipping us for something like that it just seems like that would get way out of control 10 years down the line because they're going to want to use those chips for, for something else. You're, you're exactly
1: right. See, there's, there's no way to stay on. Um, so they're promoting this as a good thing. Um, right. And it's really a cover for bad things. Yeah, and, yeah. and anytime you've ever watched a movie, I mean, there's always a Dr. Evil or there's always somebody taking advantage of, of something that could have been a good thing. Um, and it doesn't go good at all. Um, Mm -hmm. and the, the, the reason that, you know, pharma has been losing money, to be honest, um, big pharma, um, Mm -hmm. over the years, people are now waking up to the flu vaccine being a farce and uh, vaccines being bad. And I've seen a huge awakening of people on my side, um, coming together, uh, to awaken the masses and so they they don't like to, to see people waking up because that's lost profit. I mean, if you're if you're always sick, I mean, you're always having to go to the doctor and you're always having to get prescriptions and you know, that mm-hmm. that's a profit for them. A vaccine is a complete forever profit. Um, right. And but it's also m- more sinister because there are people involved in this that are running huge um, huge groups of other companies that are involved, um, with the technology and, um, almost belong to, um, an occult. Um, I don't know if you heard of the Illuminati, um, but my, my mother is 82 and she knows about the Illuminati. Um, and she's a born again, you know, believer in, in Christ. And, um, she's given me my grounds for my, um, you know, my, stance with uh, god and doing everything that i know that's right um and true in my life but um to find out that there are people in this world that are evil um doing things to humanity is where the whole term you know conspiracy theory comes at you because there's just people that can't wrap their brain around people out there doing this to us all
0: Mm -hmm. Um, and
1: they are an occult and they do do a lot of things that I read are very, very horrendous. Um,
0: horrendous. Yeah. yeah. The child yes, that's
1: all involved too. Mm-hmm. It sure is.
0: I know, it's just sickening. And um, I mean, you hear these rumors about, uh, you know, some of the elite and the things that they're doing with children and like literally like drinking the blood and mm. this adrenochrome yeah. that they're all addicted to. Yeah. It, it's just like you're, you're reading it and it's like, it's like a fiction novel, but it's like a science fiction novel, but you know, I don't know. It's insane, right? It is insane.
1: It's insane. The fact that we have to share this earth with people like that,
0: because yeah,
1: how can you even, and then the fact that they do that and then they're out in front of public and TV living a normal life. Like, like acting as if they're not doing anything so sickening, and they have people that like them, and and yeah. supporters that like them. And you know, there's politicians, well, there's actors, and um, important people in the world that that some people can't even believe that actually do some of this stuff, let alone participate in funding it all. Um, yeah, yeah, which you know, I I I hear things through channels that a lot of people are being. Um, Uh, you know could be being arrested um for the child trafficking and you know things are going to be getting to a a stop here but it is a massive production of a lot of people involved um and to be honest I always wondered where why kids were always disappearing um and why we were never finding them
0: Mm -hmm. um I know
1: it it was always something that bothered me as a young person um I even had a, a part of my life that wanted me, I wanted to be an FBI agent um, before I got married um, and also wanted to work for the center for missing exploited children um, before I got yeah. married and see now I never imagined I would find the truth out 14 years later on why I was never, you know, I, good thing. I think God was protecting me from going down that road um, because right. I might not be uh <laughs> where I am right now in my life. Um,
0: yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: maybe being a part of all that. So
0: mm-hmm. no, absolutely. Well, yeah, I know. And I've seen this list of, of people, um, that like Hollywood, uh, Hollywood celebrities that are involved in this, um, supporting of, of human trafficking. And the list was pretty mind blowing because it's, it's some of the, Um, Hollywood stars that you would never Ever suspect of being involved with something Like that
1: Uh, yes and Usually the people that Are winning the um, Well would You say the popularity contest at the time Because stars go in and out of being popular um, And winning their Oscars um, and whatever Else so now you can make the Connection to those stars that are out in The front winning things Are those people doing The dirty deeds that's how I, right. that's how I see it. Uh, someone's going to yeah. win an Oscar. They they basically were following the rules of the occult and partaking mm-hmm. in this or that. And that was their reward. These people get yeah. rewarded, like all this money, fame, and, um, you know, uh, yeah, fame, basically. Yeah. People do things yeah. for, like, fame.
0: Um, well, it's like they sold their souls to get to, um, you know, this, this certain status level that that they wanted to get to, but in selling their souls, you know, um, it's like they had to join this, this occult, this, this horrible thing to, to get to that place. Right.
1: Correct. And, um, once you're
0: in, you can't get out. So you can't get out. Yeah. Because from what I understand, you know. Um, they're, you know, what they'll do is they'll like take pictures of you as you're involved with, you know, some of this horrible stuff. And then they hang that over your head. like, Oh, you, you yes. and the these pictures are going to come out to the public and your career is going to be ruined. And it just sounds horrendous.
1: You are exactly right. You, um, you hit the nail on the head there. They actually do that to politicians as well. So this is why yep. our government is as corrupt as it is. So it's all intertwined yeah. with, um. Um, being compromised um, and um, blackmail, per se. So, yeah. um,
0: well, I'm sure you've probably heard of uh, Operation Mockingbird, and it, um, it's where the uh, Secret Service determined what we were going to be able to watch on TV and what we were going to be allowed to to know and learn in the news. Yes. And so that was how they started to control everything.
1: Yes that is how they yeah. um started and then um there was a um uh, a bill uh that was passed back in um 2011 and it was updated amended in 2014 um i think it was called the smith and um smith months act you could look that up um where propaganda was made legal first going out of the country okay so Whatever they were telling other countries, it was legal to lie to. And then they amended it a couple of years later and made it legal to lie to the American people.
0: Mm. Yeah, it just makes me want to move to a cabin in the woods and never watch the news or <laughs> associate with people again. Oh, you know, yeah. I, I'm saying that's really the answer. But, you know, it's kind of what you want to do.
1: Yeah, that doesn't sound like a bad idea at all. We actually oh, cut our cable see. years ago um, when yeah. when I just saw that there was nothing but trash on television. There was nothing, anything yeah. educational for my kids. Um, paying $200 yeah. for cable for channels that you don't watch um, and the mm-hmm. ones that you do watch you can't just pay for maybe one or two. And so we're just right. like voluntarily, even though we have TVs in our house and flat screens, we're like, there's no cable. We're going to find another yeah. means we can, you know, watch some kid movies that are kid appropriate if you know instead of the trash and the news and the commercials that just Mm -hmm. and then they layer the noise they have somebody talking on top of music on top of like it's just like people don't even realize how their brain is being stimulated by so much noise from the television like there's never just like somebody talking at a a, just talking there's always like a music playing and and something else going on it's just
0: in subliminal messages they're in cartoons they're on commercials they're everywhere
1: oh it's getting a lot worse than it used to be um Mm. yeah if once you realize what to look for i can't watch any movie now without (laughs) relaying it to something like i'm like oh my gosh that was right in front of me and i did not get that you know, a couple years ago, um, watching right. something. Um, yeah. And it's in kids movies. Yeah. It's it's really sickening how it's in kids movies and they have no clue. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's in so many Disney films and uh, yeah, it's just sickening. Yeah. I know. Same with me. I, I got rid of my cable um, and I haven't, re- I mean, I guess we have a couple channels at, at the house now, but I got rid of cable years ago and just kind of as a rule of thumb, never really, had that, but I was always a fan of art and I was always a fan of literature and I was always a fan of movies. But now, you know, as I'm watching, you know, if I sit down and watch a Netflix movie, I'm thinking, you know, who was behind this movie? Like, what's the agenda? Like who put this out? And, you know, when you start looking into um, the elite and these Hollywood stars being part of, you know, the deep state in this big, mass conspiracy it's just scarier and scarier it's like gosh maybe I should just give up movies too at this point
1: oh I'm right there with you I'm right there with you yep Um, my husband likes to watch some things on Netflix and I I just can't even sit there for like more than five or ten minutes because I can't keep my mouth shut right he's like can you stop talking I'm like but I have to point this out and he's the one where he has to stop the movie start it over you know because he doesn't want to miss a word they're saying but he like likes no. to miss the words I'm saying, you know what I mean? So I just avoid the whole. Yeah, I just don't even watch it.
0: I know it's it's scary. So, what are your thoughts on um, uh, the whole coronavirus and COVID and everything that's happening right now? Do you have uh, any any definite opinions there? I mean, I, I've read all the conspiracies and I sort of you know, I, I can't like, I believe them all like 70%. It's like, Oh yeah, that could probably be true. Yeah. That one could probably be true, but I never really come to a, a full conclusion. I, it's like, I just don't really put my trust anywhere nowadays.
1: Yeah. So, uh, you are, you're correct there. There are a lot of, um, theories and things that you could believe that maybe this one is the truth or this one is the
0: truth. And, um, Well, I mean... I mean, there's like 5G and, you know, that it was man-made by Bill Gates and it was man-made in a lab in Wuhan and that this is a biological weapon and yeah, it just goes on and on. Yeah.
1: Well, first of all, they are creating um, biological weapons in the lab. I mean, why that's legal and why that's allowed, it blows my mind because in a society that wants to be, um, you know all together and successful or, you know, trying to get through this life. I mean, why would you introduce anything that was man-made? But I mean, all diseases are man-made, but then there's this level of like bioweapons. There is a level four um, bioweapons laboratory. And there are worse things actually in Atlanta, um, stored in labs in Atlanta in our own country. Um, So the whole, um, bioweapons thing is is real um and it does happen and uh how we've actually made it to this point without all dying is a is a mystery to me because um everything you're getting you know injected into you is basically a bioweapon like vaccines are just a nice name for a bioweapon um so when i found out that there was a patent for the coronavirus I knew right then and there we weren't being told the truth. Um because Absolutely. it was already um a, a made it was already uh a, a, a made in the lab and it is also listed on a back of Lysol. Containers yeah, I noticed that. uh can kill yeah. coronaviruses. And I had never heard of coronavirus um <laughs> before now. Um but apparently mm-hmm. they've been, it's always they've always been around. Um yeah. so uh what I think is actually The case now is a lot of more lies than truth. Um, I think that whatever went on in China was contained. I think that what we got, we actually were all hit with back in October, maybe, November, December, Mm -hmm. and we all were maybe already exposed to it all um, Mm -hmm. without knowing. Um, And then I have people that I'm friends with that said they came down with something In January, that was like prolonged, like 10 days, upper respiratory, not feeling well, um, sinus, and it was different than the normal flu, you know, or the normal cold that they would get. Um, So when I keep hearing that from friends and everybody's talking about it, um, you know, it's a good possibility that we already all have it and got through it or are immune to it. but the fact that we are being lied to, I think, has a lot to do with political gain for trying to, you know, prevent a regular election from happening. Mm-hmm. Um, they, I mean, they already tried to impeach our president and it didn't work. They already went through the work. Russian collusion and that didn't work. Um, mm-hmm. And then you have Bill Gates doing event 21 in New York on October 18th with little plush um, stuffed animals that look like the coronavirus, the handout. I mean, this guy is allowed to do things that nobody else would be allowed to do. Event, tw- right. uh, are you familiar with the Event 201?
0: No, I'm not. Okay,
1: so look this up uh, You know, later when you can and it's uh, uh, public yeah. knowledge and it was um, a, um, a live drill, an event held in New York City on a possible pandemic um happening oh
0: okay yeah yes yes
1: and you know thousands and millions of dollars were invested upon this and you know of course it's done in new york city and of course bill gates is behind it um and he's just allowed to do stuff like that and then and then what happens with us like out of nowhere we're all now living this this pandemic basically or I mm-hmm. uh, you know, scamdemic is a pretty good <laughs> word for it now, because now it's a big scam. Because yeah. so many things are being changed where you got these hospitals where people are dying up in New York. And I posted a video today, it's up there on my wall that this nurse pretty much telling what's happening in these hospitals. It doesn't really correspond with what we're being told on the news. Mm-hmm. And so you have to dig for the truth. So, yeah. um, and in my state, I know that my, um, my government um, has been caught lying, padding the deaths of the coronavirus um, where yeah. coroners are speaking out because coroners are being told to label uh, a COVID death when it's not a COVID death. Um,
0: yeah. There was a bunch of doctors that came out and they, they said the same thing. Yeah. They're like, uh, you know, someone can have a you know, I'm exaggerating, but someone comes to the doctor with an ingrown toenail and they'll tell them it's coronavirus, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, just literally like, everything. They're just, like you said, padding the numbers.
1: Of course. So if they pad the numbers, they fuel the fear. The fear keeps mm-hmm. the people listening, obeying, being controlled. Um, where now their home mask. You have to wear a mask to go into, um, you know, a grocery store or wherever mm-hmm. you're, um, you know, you're out and about which basically that's a whole nother part of it where like they're cutting your oxygen off. Basically um, you can't breathe through a mask at all. Like mm-hmm. the only masks mm-hmm. that are, are um, good enough to wear are the ones that the healthcare workers have to wear. Um, you know, right. they're able to breathe through that. But, but I mean, try to put a bandana over your face <laughs> and, and go to a oh, grocery store. Can you breathe? Well, I, I can't breathe.
0: No. I know. And you know, Uh, Out, You know, where I live out here running on the trails as well, we're wearing masks because you get dirty looks from other people if you're not wearing a mask. And so I'm wearing a mask trying to run uphill. (laughs) It's impossible. You'll
1: probably pass out because your your blood isn't getting oxygen. Um, And basically these people who are dying of so-called COVID, um, their lungs are Mm -hmm. being destroyed um, actually by the ventilators, which are actually compressing their lungs and not giving them oxygen. So Mm. I think that COVID isn't really a death sentence now. It is like 99.9 curable, um, you know, just by going out in the sun um, and (laughs) breathing oxygen and, um, you know, staying hydrated um, and, and, and- Breaking a sweat. Breaking a sweat, going in a sauna. Um, so there are things that could really just stop this all from happening and it is like scary and sad at the same time to think that politics involved have to drag this all out Um, it can't just be oh let's go tell everybody what's happening you can't get that truth you know um, from the news or in front of like cameras and so you have to be friends with people that know what's going on and you have to stumble across the truth Um, and I have a a great network of friends that you know, we all can, you know, cross-reference things. It's like, yes, that's what's happening, or yeah, that's what I heard too. And you know, try to pass mm-hmm. the word on on social media. And you know, Zuckerberg likes to censor everybody because, you know, he started, I think, Facebook as a government program, probably, you know, to well, track t- us all t- and t- keep our information, right. steal our data, and we turned it around on him. <laughs> you know, and we're yeah. we're we're telling the truth and. You know trying to put a stop to some of this stuff because the more people wake up to what's happening the better chances we have on you know the universe working in our favor um and we're not going to be oh. injected by bill gates's uh luciferian you know uh clamp that is um it's the um the patent number or whatever it's uh connected to is 666 in it too i'll have to send you that information oh, um, there's an enzyme called, uh, the Luciferi luciferase or something like short for luciferian. Yeah. Um, yeah. You see that? I think I heard that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, it's nuts. Right. So, I mean, these people are all just worshiping the devil. It is. And, yeah. Know, it's just so sickening. And so, I mean, do you feel like this is, um, like, uh, like some sort of population control Definitely. or, um, yes yeah and, yeah and i mean it's just the elite trying to to thin the herd a little bit so that they can uh you know i don't know gain more riches or own more things or yeah i don't
1: even think it has to do with wealth anymore it just has to more do with control and devouring like human beings because i don't think that most of these people are human anymore um
0: yeah you know they
1: they want to make it transhumanism so they want to eventually turn humans into robots um you know and that's their long range goal i mean i don't really foresee that happening in my lifetime but um and i don't really believe that bill gates is going to get away with his his scheme here um that he plans on doing because there's way too many people calling him out now when i first learned about him i was so definitely afraid to put anything out about him on facebook because Not because Mm -hmm. people would lash out on me, but I just thought like somebody would hunt me down or like try to get rid of me or something, you know, because that's like, yeah, that's a, you know, he's rich, he's powerful. And then, you know, you say something like that, Mm -hmm. but like people are now saying, you know, F, F Bill Gates, like at Mm rally, like people were chanting at the California or no, it was Texas a couple days ago, there was a rally protest in Austin. They were all chanting, arrest Bill Gates. Like the whole world's waking up. So this is like a good time to be alive. You know?
0: It is. Yeah. yeah. No, I've noticed the same thing. Like, and, I, and I've often wondered if it's just my circle of friends because of the people that I, you know, purposely surround myself with. But I've also noticed that it seems like there's an awakening going on. It seems like a lot of people are waking up right right around now.
1: And you know what? This whole uh, pandemic has caused people to slow down has caused people to um, be confined to their houses. Uh, and there's less static out there. There's less uh, pollution out there right now. There's less mm-hmm. um, negative frequencies per se. So it's actually yeah. the universe is turning around this quarantine time into wakening people up. People are starting mm-hmm. to, to listen to other people now. Just in a matter of this today and yesterday, I've had so many people contact me, people I don't know, people I haven't talked to in years and people just out mm. of the blue that I haven't talked to have contacted me saying, you know, I can't believe you were right about that. Or, you know, we mm. don't need a vaccine out of a mouth of somebody that was like, oh, we always get vaccines. So right, a crazy time crazy time yeah, and it's funny because all of these people do. will say they they thought of it themselves <laughs> even <laughs> though you've been the one filling their ears and praying that they listen right. but you know as long as they're waking up that's that's a good thing so
0: yeah 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 um what are your thoughts on these 5g towers
1: so that was another thing that i was uh connecting the dots with we started getting those um, towers, which they're actually called Gwen Towers. Did you know that they're called Gwen Towers? You can look that up. Um,
0: I didn't know. That. Yeah.
1: So there's a difference between 5G cell towers and these Gwen Towers. The Gwen Towers are these monstrous things up there that have like speakers. They look like gigantic speakers on them okay. that go around yeah, it. Them and
0: they make them look like trees.
1: Some of these, have, like, yeah. Yeah. They're hiding them in like trees where in Nevada, um, or wherever you have palm trees, um, looks like Mm -hmm. fake trees. um, Well, we started getting them on the East Coast. And I used to start counting them um, on a drive to see my mom. And they were, you know, hundreds, just in an hour and a half drive. And then I started getting kind of sick to my stomach seeing all these because you don't see anybody putting them up. You don't see how they get put up. Mm -hmm. so it's like when do they get time to put these up and who climbs all that way who climbs all the way up there carrying all that heavy equipment so it is a mystery on how these get put up Um, Mm -hmm. like maybe aliens are doing it I mean (laughs) it it is a weird (laughs) phenomenon these towers Yeah. Um, Yeah, yeah. and so now they're connecting with the 5G uh, which are these uh, weird looking poles going up and in my neck of the woods there are wires upon wires getting put up on telephone poles we used to have like three wires connecting telephone poles now there's 8 mm-hmm. to 12 wires over my head as i drive through town mm-hmm. um it it's getting to like a web it almost looks like a web um over your head anymore um there's no clear views there's always wires Uh, almost looking like uh, India. Have you seen India um, where you you see wires just looking like someone didn't even know what they were doing. And there's like 5,000 wires just on this pole. Oh yeah.
0: Just like ruining the landscape. That's
1: what's happening over here. Um, And um, And
0: that's all connected to 5G.
1: uh, So the telecommunication companies have been running bills through the government. Um, You can't sue them now, just like pharma. You cannot sue the telecommunication mm-hmm. industry for anything happening to you for a smart meter on your house. If you have a smart meter, mm-hmm. um, 5G mm-hmm. will not be, you will not be able to hold anybody accountable for health. Health um, effects from 5G, So they've already covered that, um, you know, uh, for themselves. Um, and they do that because all of these things actually cause you to have health problems. Um, and if you're not reading, if you're not on top of all, all of it, you can't make the connection. You know, you can't make the connection that the cell tower outside your house is what's making you sick um, or right. your smart meter on your house. Um, even your modem in your house where your Wi-Fi connects, um, you know, you should never even be around that as as long, um, more than, right. I don't know, an hour or two hours, um, the radiation levels are actually considered carcinogenic um right and um so you know you trigger that with um toxic metals in your body um crossing the blood brain barrier so can you imagine how people's minds are being controlled now
0: just being melted yeah yeah exactly
1: yeah it's like your brain is being hooked into the wi-fi
0: Mm mm-hmm yeah. And well, I mean, a lot of people think that that is part of the the early transition of humans uh, eventually becoming like robots. Right. You know, we have these phones in our hands all the time and then all of a sudden it's the Google glasses mm-hmm. and then it's going to be like a, a microchip mm-hmm. and then slowly you're just sort of like bionic almost.
1: Right. But being controlled by somebody controlling you. so. Exactly, you
0: be, someone else can control you. Is the thing?
1: Yeah, you won't be able to just, you know, become a superhero.
0: <laughs> they'll actually turn. They'll actually help
1: turn you into a villain. Um, yeah.
0: Which I think. I mean, I would take master legs if I could win a race or something like that, but I don't want my mind controlled by any means. No, <laughs> right.
1: And and there's like there's different levels of mind control, um, and there's different um, aspects of even the military that use. The government uses mind control. I don't know if you're familiar oh, with. Oh, they've
0: been doing it for years. Yeah,
1: MK Ultra. Are you familiar with that?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. And they've been doing that since the 60s.
1: Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, it's yeah, it's sickening. You know, I just uh, I was listening to a podcast and read a book on um how uh, Charles Manson was involved in all that, and they were doing mind control and giving him drugs and trying to teach him to kill people and um not really having any thoughts about it this is way back in the 60s Mm -hmm. and if it's you know finally coming out into the public and being common knowledge now i mean you know there's things going on behind closed doors that are just about unfathomable to us at this point
1: oh and and right under our noses um just recently they're they're making claims to letting inmates out of the jails for for what reason they're using covid19 oh we want them to be safe, the, the inmates. <laughs> okay, so right. how do we know they didn't, one, inject any of these inmates with a bioweapon, or two, mm-hmm. they're being sent out as, and they're being mind-controlled to do dirty deeds, such as what mm-hmm. you, you know Manson did, um, well, right? And then they claim they're yeah. on house arrest somewhere. Well, really? Well, why didn't you keep them in jail? Um, so letting mm-hmm. these inmates out, um, and using them as scapegoats for things that could possibly go wrong. I read just recently that somebody in um, one of the states that let out somebody um, actually harmed somebody already and is back in jail. How much uh, sense does that make?
0: Yeah. yeah. <sighs> it's crazy. It's, it's, yeah, it just makes you sick. It just kind of melts your mind and yeah, it's, it's like where do you go from here?
1: Exactly, and in the, the inmates, I mean, you can tell that looking in any of the pictures that they release of these people, their eyes already glazed over, looking like they have some kind of thyroid problem. Their you know eyes are bulging mm. out of their heads, like they don't look anything mm. like a, a normal person. Um, mm. And 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 you know, what are they? Maybe they're contagious as well. Maybe they have the contagion. Right. Maybe they're going to use those people mm-hmm. to you know, unleash something. I heard they were already using yeah, homeless can. people as a test run um, for this so-called um, chip that they want to put in people. Mm. Huh? Isn't sure. that terrible? Yeah. Homeless people don't Offer even know hungry. they're doing Off-
0: it. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um, are Are you, do you follow the Q phenomenon at all?
1: I follow it at times, but I'm not a diehard checking the boards, trying to figure out, you know, all what the coding is and things. Um, I read updates here and there. Um, It it would be amazing if it was true, (laughs) totally Mm -hmm. amazing. I think there's some truth Mm -hmm. to it because all of the things that um, he says, basically a Q has said has pretty much come to fruition
0: most of them yes yeah yeah
1: Um, but i'm like one of those people just want to get to the end (laughs) like i want to see somebody arrested i want to see this brought down i want us to go back to our lives i don't want people to be injected with poison um and living in fear and like i just want to get to the end you know at this point
0: so how do you remain hopeful amongst all this
1: prayer prayer um listening to uplifting music, uh, running, and exercising, it it saves your mind from going down a wrong Mm -hmm. road. I mean, you have to agree that, you know, going out running, you you run, you know, the hills, and in Colorado, it can take your mind away from it all. Um, You know, it's harder East Coast, we have crappy weather, you know, no beautiful places to go look at. Um, Like today's a gorgeous day, but for the most part, our weather's, you know, pretty bad here. Um, but you have to be a strong, you have to be thick skinned. And, um, once you wake up to this, you have to find your outlets on what keeps you going. Um, so basically the races that I do, um, keep me hopeful. Um, you know, my belief in God keeps me hopeful because he's the one that brought me out of the trenches of, you know, sickness and waking up to healing myself and, you know, being around other people now that believe and know the same things I do. So there has to be some faith and hope and, you know, uh, a better solution that's going to, you know, come out of all this. So it brought you and I together. I mean, mean, we're talking here tonight and you found your, you had your journey of, you know, learning the things you've learned and me sharing mine with you. And a lot of, we pretty much know the same thing so um and you and i have never yeah. even had a conversation probably
0: since I maybe
1: i commented on a, one of your posts but you know we've not had a conversation so look how that happens no.
0: yeah yeah no that's a beautiful thing i mean it can connect people on the other side of the country over um you know uh some weird stuff like this and some strange conspiracies so yeah. I mean, I'm a man of faith too. And, um, you know, I, I, um, you know, I, I pray every day and I pray for our leaders in our country and I pray that they make the right decisions, but you know, sometimes it just feels so hopeless. And, uh, you know, I do my best to take care of myself because if I'm not taking care of myself, I'm not able to take care of anyone else. And I'm, I'm no good to anyone else. So, you know, I'm, I'm exercising every day. I'm eating healthy and doing the best that I can to do my part and just kind of hang in there. But, uh, you know, there's definitely days where I feel hopeless.
1: And there's a lot of people that, you know, feel the same. You know, I feel the same. Mm -hmm. Some days I reach out to a friend and I'm like, oh, today's a hard day. You know, are we ever going to make it out of this? You know, Um, but it's why you got friends um, and family and people that, you know, care about you and want to see the same things happen.
0: Um, sure. And the universe
1: is waking sure. up and bringing people together that uh, otherwise would never be brought together um, to squash true. these, uh, this you know, evil going on. So,
0: you think that's the silver lining to all this is that there could be a great awakening on the planet, and millions of people could wake up and and see see the truth.
1: I do, I do, because I know of senators already. Um, in government that know what's going on, um, and are trying to do something about it. Um, Before I just thought like all politicians were bad, but that isn't the case. Um, There seems Mm -hmm. to be a a joining factor of the ones that are actually on the wrong side, um, and have to do with, um, you know, George Soros, and um, Hillary Clinton, and, um, you know, the Bill Gates of the world. So Um, Mm -hmm. it's not hard to, you know, figure out who's on whose side now. Um, And there are people that aren't compromised, you know, don't partake in the blackmail, stand their ground. And a lot of the senators that are on our side are also in the health freedom movement. You know, they're in the health freedom, they're in the, you know, no mandatory vaccine, you know, vaccines and holistic health. So, it's just like, it's, it's amazing to see that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, it's been great talking with you, Lisa. Um I, I don't want to take up too much of your time. I know you're busy, but uh, this has been fantastic. I'm sure we could keep going on and on. Oh yes. Uh, but, I mean, uh, I would love to talk to you about <laughs> plenty, plenty more stuff in the future, possibly like, have we been to the moon? Is the earth flat? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> i'm sure we could go on and on but uh this has been fantastic and um i hope it wasn't too depressing oh no
1: oh no <laughs> i enjoyed talking with you and um i'm glad you reached out and we were able to make this happen and i'd be happy to um yeah. you know talk with you again hit me up and um there's plenty to talk about
0: <laughs> there always is there always is and it's it's, it's an adventure every day well, it's been awesome, Aliza. I appreciate your time so much. Um, yeah, keep the faith. Stay positive. Keep doing what you're you doing. You too,
1: Adam. Thank you for um, having awesome. me on today.
0: Well, it was my pleasure. You have a beautiful family. And um, yeah, like I said, keep doing what you Well, what do you guys think? I think the sound cut off a little bit there At the end The sound quality on these phone conversations Are only so good Are your minds blown Did you hear anything new in there You hadn't heard before It's all out there This isn't new stuff Uh, I want you to do the research yourself Don't believe us Don't believe the news Dig in figure out your own truth you can contact us at big-things-crewing if you guys need coaching training plans crewing or pacing for an ultra marathon, guiding up a Colorado peak we've got you uh, I know there's not a lot of races going on these days but uh, we are remaining hopeful hopefully soon and i hope you're all still getting after it getting outside and taking the time to sit down and be quiet get still with your breath take some deep breaths a couple times a day and just be thankful be grateful that's about all i got for you for now life is short Do big things, baby.